How would you describe what happened in the locker room and uh, the couple days following? Electrifying. You know, we're a family. Family fights uh, all the time. You know, I fight with my brothers all the time. At the end of the day, we can fight with each other. Nobody else can. It happens between families, especially someone, uh, a family like us who's been together for so long. It's going to happen. We got a lot of guys play with their, uh, their uh, feelings on their sleeves, play with their hearts on their sleeves night in, night out. You know, we, were, we weren't supposed to be happy down 2-0, especially those two games that we gave up. You know, we're playing against a great Miami team, and we can't have those lapses like that. You know, I would have been more worried if, you know, after that game, two loss, everybody was, was calm, cool, and collective. That would have been a problem. You know, I hate losing more than I love winning, and I think I play with a lot of guys who, who feel the same way. All right, back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Joel Pavone and Sean Dutra. The Celtics saved themselves in this series. They pulled themselves to a 2-1 in their best of seven, thanks to a 117-106 win in the Eastern Conference Finals. Woo! Guys, uh, the Celtics, of course, the first two games were dicey. They didn't look good. Two very winnable games for the Celtics. And uh, some would say the same thing about the third, but as they say, a win is a win. We, of course, look forward to game four in this episode. Uh, the key break, uh, I think, is going to be beneficial for both teams. But what are the Celtics going to have to do to make sure that they don't uh, blow another big lead? I think that's going to be our job for this episode of Causeway Street Podcast. Because let's face it, they're not out of the woods yet, all right? Yeah, they avoided the 3-0 hole, but they're still... You know, there's still a chance that they could face the brick of elimination and, uh, you know, a 3-1 uphill climb w- wouldn't be ideal for this team. Right, guys? No, not at all. You, you don't you don't want that. Like, that would be demoralizing for this team if they were to go down 3-1. to one. And I don't know how. God, they're not going to do it. No, I know. I'm just, you know, he's just he's bringing up the question. So I feel like, you know, we're not going to like, oh, it's not going to happen. Right. All right, next question. No, 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 you can trust Sean, though, because, you know, Sean, you know, Sean thought that Sun's going to sweep. So, yeah. I didn't say he's usually he said five. He's usually dead on. Yeah, that's true. He said five. Yeah. And then so his next comment was. Oh, no, I'll talk about the first series. I'll talk about the after they went up 2-0. Oh, this thing's done. It's a sweep. No, no, with the yeah, with the with the heat, he was like, I'm not going to win in five. And that's why I was like, watch them lose the first game. Yeah, right. And then he goes, oh, they're going to win out after that. <laughs> four in a row. Hey, it could happen. <laughs> it could have happened. They could still win four in a row, you know? Uh, so. See, that wouldn't surprise me either. Like, that's the thing with this team. Like, that wouldn't that wouldn't shock me if they just rattled off uh, three more wins here and just closed them out. Here's my thing, though. I, I'm, I, I, the Celtics have outplayed the Heat in every game so far. They've collapsed which isn't you know obviously why they're losing it's the timing of that collapse though that's yeah, what's driving me crazy brutal but i mean on honestly too you you look at it and you say you know flip the fucking narrative flip it and then say how bad would you feel about the celtics team right now if you had watched them get outplayed in three consecutive games been down by 17 points 20 points in each game You'd feel like, wow, we really got lucky to win two games. Right. And you wouldn't feel confident about this team going forward. Right. And you would also think there's a really good chance that the series is going to be tied. But so luckily for the Celtics, they're on the other end of that. Yeah. They're on the right side of that. But at the same time, if you're the Miami Heat, I mean, what's stopping you from putting together 
what we can call, I guess, quote unquote, the perfect game and grabbing that 3-1 lead. You know what I mean? Like people can look at the rest and what it means for the Celtics and, and, and Gordon Hayward. But what about the other side? We're talking about a Miami yeah. Heat team that this is only their second loss in the postseason. They haven't lost since August. Like this team isn't accustomed to losing throughout this time, throughout the postseason. And you giving them all that extra rest. Like who's to say what, what Eric Spolster is going to do next could result in a Celtics loss. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what the rest does for everybody. I mean, these teams have literally been playing every other day. Since you the know, beginning of the minus, I, I guess. Well, I guess the Heat had a little rest. Southern had a little rest before the start of this series. Yeah. Before the start of yeah. this series, but other than that, no. They've been playing every other day for the entirety of their stay in the bubble, right? Right. Yeah. So, well, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens to it. I think it's going to be interesting to see sort of the blowback of Jimmy Butler not playing in the final minute and a half in that game when they made it back. I don't believe in Eric Spolster saying they wanted quick shots because that doesn't make any sense. Your best player on the floor who's dominated the fourth quarter, uh, you're going to sit him? Is he injured? Like, what's going on with him? You know what I mean? Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But honestly, I'm not uh, I'm not entirely the, – the, the fact that they can score so – so quickly in bunches is a kudos to this heat team but you know the two three zone i think the celtics found a way through it last game i don't know how many more curveballs spolstra can throw at the celtics team uh, especially with my boy gordo back in the lineup you know <laughs> you know he's been back I've been, I've been waiting for him to come back you know team gordo you know yeah sign him long term that whole thing you know crickets just kidding. Hey, I'm loving the fact that he's performing in the playoffs now. It's just going to make him want to opt out more and more and more. So, uh, <laughs> that's great. So, hey, I want him to ball out in these playoffs. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Sean. If you think about it, like, at the end of the day, if the Celtics go on to win this series, that's the narrative. If you're Hayward's agent, you're like, you're look saying, at these numbers that he was go. doing throughout the season. You need to go get And a look deal. at what the Celtics looked like in that series before and, and after, after Gordon yeah. Hayward yeah. joined the team. And honestly, I do think that Gordon Hayward against his Heat team is, is extremely important. And kudos to Joel for thinking that he was going to make it back. I didn't think he was going to come back to the finals. But, you know, and also the effect he could have on the series. That's huge, man. Like, honestly, I felt and, – and I I didn't put this two and two together until I found out he was coming back. But now you don't have to watch Semi Ojale out there. You don't have to watch like him try to. That's your biggest takeaway from this, my bro. Oh my god! Watching Semi in the first quarter, I'm like, we're fucked tonight. <laughs> he got first quarter minutes. That's not good. Nah, with 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 Gordon Hayward, even though like on the stat sheet, it's not it's not glaring numbers, but he he made an immediate impact the moment he hit the floor. He did, and I think that's going to shorten up Brad's lineup. Obviously, bearing any foul trouble because that's where you saw a lot of Grant Williams. But Hayward knew how to pick apart the zone that, for whatever reason, Brad was having a hard time with the first two games. Yeah. And was Brad having a hard time with it? Kemba was having a hard time with it. No. Kemba and Tatum, they were having a very hard time with it. Well, well, I mean, you want to, let's, let's break it down then. Let's talk about, you know, what the fuck went wrong in these two games other than losing the lead. How did they lose the leads? Definitely starts there. Jalen Brown. What? Wait, which lead are you talking about? You're talking about <laughs> game two. Was, I, I think. I think. No, Jalen Brown. Game one. And, game one and two. I felt, and maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I felt there was no ball sharing. Okay. A lot of ISO. Mm-hmm. That's not how the way the Celtics play. 
They weren't it, moving the until, ball. Until, until, when it mattered, it was ISO. It turned it to ISO. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, the first half I thought were great. I thought yeah, the offense was good. Yeah, when it mattered, yeah. There's, there's a, there's, it was you know, fluid. Everyone was sharing like the ball. 75% of these games no, where they're you. playing. But I'm saying, you're right. When, a, when, when great they, basketball, right. you know? When, they, when the Heat were coming back, I felt like in both games, lazy passes, turn the ball over. That's the biggest thing to my opinion is turnover. And Miami just capitalized on that. Yeah, you're not going to beat the Heat. And let's give the Heat credit too. I mean, it's not like they're they're um, a shitty basketball team, not in the least bit. No, they're on both ends of the floor. But but Gordon Hayward brings to your to your lineup is versatility, another playmaker. Uh, Kemba doesn't have to bring ball the ball up all the time. Ball security, yeah, team, like yeah. he's gonna make a play one way or another. Yeah, I don't think there's any uh, secret that the, they cut their turnovers in basically half in one game because they had another ball handler out there, right? Yeah. But that extra pass too, that just you know to find that the, the better shot. I felt like they were forcing shots in the in, in the first two games at the end of the game because they're like, oh, they're panicking. They're like, oh, they're, they they came back. We we blew this lead. I'm gonna be the one that's gonna bring us yeah. back. And then and then you know, oh, that's gonna be me. And so then that's, I mean, the blow up the blowout happened. Let's talk about like why that why that happened. Frustration. They were blowing leads, and I think quite frankly, it needed to happen. I think it did too. I, I think, think it, it did too because you know what? Honestly, I'll I'll put it this way: when I was watching that game, I was so mad at Jalen Brown for being passive and selfish at the same time because he mean? wasn't he wasn't like trying to get the ball. He was just being upset they weren't trying to find him mm-hmm. to get him the ball. Okay, yeah. but he don't was, you think but, that kind of falls on Brad though? No, no, because I think like if the, the offense like moves plenty well when people are moving and doing the like the offense was was great in the first half, first three quarters of that game. Or not third quarter, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown wasn't trying to get involved. But then when like things started to go wrong, he wasn't getting the ball still. He wasn't trying to get involved. And he got mad. Which I think like that's yeah. why the difference between game three, you force feed Jalen and you get him active early. Guess what? Tatum's still going to get his. Kemba's still gonna get his. Yeah, but I think the same thing happened in game two, though. Like he scored like six points in that first quarter, and then it was like his touches were they, they Man, vanished. Exactly. And then it was, and then it was uh, two really good looks where he's wide open, yeah. and it was just two awful passes. One was right through his legs, and you could literally see him roll his eyes and like Man. look up, like really, Kemba. One was from Kemba right through the legs. He was by himself, literally in the paint, like a. F- a a foot away from the basket, and then another one was deep in the corner for three, and he just to me with the pass a little bit off. I think I was think a little the, off. The messed up part is you can't get mad like that. Like obviously, you yeah, but know, don't, it's not it's not just on Brown though. I feel I'm like not you're saying to, it's just, just on, Brown. on Brown. Like Brown shot, Brown hit two key three pointers in that game yeah, too. If he hit the two. third one, it would have been much better. So. Uh, <laughs> it would have been a tight game. That's yeah, true. Just saying. No, I don't. I'm not. That's just, Brown played amazing in game. This three. isn't me. I'm, all I'm saying is this isn't me putting, putting the blame on him. I'm, though. I'm just juxtaposing like how important he is. Like he needs to be in game two versus game three. Jalen Brown. You saw two sides of Jalen Brown. The first side I hate. The second time. Side, I nah, look at it I and just, say he's a cornerstone of the franchise. I mean, overall, I think everyone just needs this, the the ball needs to move, not be stagnant. Dribble, dribble, dribble. You know, twenty seconds. Dribble, dribble, dribble until you know there's four seconds, and then a fadeaway thirty footer. That's yeah. not that's not how the Celtics play. That's not how they're going to win games. No, it's not. It's not. But you know, I do, and then Tatum. I do think it's healthy sometimes. I get it, but Tatum in the first game, thirty points. 14 rebounds, went 0 for 10 in, in the fourth quarter and overtime, mm-hmm. and then only took 12 shots in game two. So Yeah, I think it's healthy to do ISO when you got 
great players and a good matchup. Like, there's a lot of matchups well, in those to moments. Like at the end of the game, I don't want whoever is open to get the shot. Like to quote my man Michael Jordan, like I don't want Bill Wellington to get the. Oh no, was exactly. It? I don't want uh, Cartwright to have the ball in his hands because he's the open guy. Like right. when it's a lead by committee team, that sounds so like I don't know. It sounds like I always say it reminds me of those old Brad squads the ones that didn't have a a, a full-fledged all-star or superstar to carry them where you were like those days are over who's gonna get the last shot jeff green avery bradley exactly or 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 iso for that that freaking evan turner play that they used to put at the end of the games where he hooks to the right and he gets that open look like you know those opportunities you didn't know who it was going to be it could have been evan turner could be avery bradley it could be freaking Jared Sellinger if he was, you know, being okay that night. <laughs> you know, but nowadays it's you got two guys here. You got Kemba and, and, and Tatum. And and to me, Tatum's at the top of the list. You yeah, know, man. I think that's what you saw in game one. Maybe they got a little overzealous in game two. I think that's what probably rubbed uh Jalen Brown the wrong way. And I think what happened at the end of the day was Marcus Smart took two ill-advised shots, which, you know, that happens. And maybe there was the elephant in the room. Look, I didn't know that that I didn't see at least Marcus get into it with some of the assistant coaches, but that's the report that came out. That's the report, yeah. That they were getting into it before the game had even ended. So think about, like, put yourself in Marcus's shoes. You're walking into that locker room, and maybe guys aren't too friendly with him, or maybe he's feeling like, you know, or maybe, heck, it's the complete opposite. Everyone is arguing with each other about whatever that happened, and then Marcus puts in his two cents, and someone said, you know what, Marcus, man, you know, like, you know, you need to calm down, first of all, or you're the last one that should be talking, and then the blow-up happened. Like, something to that effect. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, first off, Marcus Smart has never taken an ill-advised shot in his entire (laughs) Never, right? NBA career. Yeah, he took two of them in the last minute. I don't know. Game two, I don't know what what you're smoking. Uh, (laughs) That fadeaway, that freaking... And then it goes back to... But that, that goes back to game one, though. That three. Smart was the best shooter for the Celtics in game one. 50% from the field, uh, six of 11 from three-point land, but he didn't touch the ball in the fourth, in the late in the fourth quarter or overtime. So, I, of course, he's going to be frustrated. Trust me, I've had my issues. I've been vocal about shit that Marcus Smart has done over the years. But, like, I don't know, all the hate on Smart as if, like, oh, now he thinks he's he's feeling himself. It's like, no, like, that's Far from the fucking truth here. He was the most consistent player. You know what I'm saying? In like the, he was in the, the second M- round. He was the MVP of that yeah, series. He doesn't. He oh, knows. He knows what his role is. No, no, you know, and and he does. And and you saw the complete turnaround in in game three in terms of like keeping the lead, obviously, but everybody had their fair share. And I think slotting Hayward back into the lineup yeah. helps Smart become Marcus Smart again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I think you know him being able to. Have those offensive explosions are great, but we can't rely on that. No, you're right, but I'm glad you brought that up because no one's talking about how I felt like how poor his defense was in the first two games. So I think when 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 with Gordon coming back, it's more he can more balance out his games on both ends of the floor, mm-hmm. like he did against Toronto. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I just think when you're trying to close out a game, ISO's fine, but. It's fine out of like a, out of a timeout. I feel like if you want like a you know a quick basket or some shit like that. But like, but I, if you're consistently running it over and over again, like you're, there's no element of surprise. Yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. ISO's fine like once in a while, but I also think it's it's actually a pretty smart move, especially if you can get Tatum on Duncan Robinson, Tatum on mm-hmm. a switch for Tyler Hero, Dragic wants to try to guard. Like Hero. I I honestly Kemba. Versus Dragic, I'll take ISO any day of the fucking week. Like, there are some good matchups there you can exploit, but 
obviously it didn't it just didn't work out in, in game two but i think let's focus on the positive game three was, was, it's still were, hard to focus on a positive because they, they, they were motivated though it's like yeah. you know you got you got angry kemba who who he he played i felt like he played well probably played his best game in the past two rounds mm, yeah arguably probably mm. Joel really liked him in that last series for, some, for some reason. He did. <laughs> he did. I remember last time he was like, "Yeah, MVP." You checking on the? I think well, he, I, I think he surprised God himself when he saw those shooting numbers. I'm like, "Yeah, he, he was that bad." Like, fucking nightmare. no, no. It's because it, I, I ain't gonna get into it. No, we already did it. You you've defended your, your point. It's not even that. It's just that like he's he's shooting. But like, yeah, his really regular good. season numbers. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. He had a really good game. I know he's got. A, he he had to step it up, and I felt like he did in game three. So. Still had a bad series, though. Yeah. What do you feel about uh, the Cantor matchup? Why is Cantor getting so much run? And what happened to Robert Williams? What do you Williams? mean why he's getting so much run? Because what he's happened showing, to Robert Williams? He's showing some physicality, man. Robert Williams can have himself a seat. At least Grant Williams, who was, like, shaking in his shorts, at least he's showing some more effort out there than I saw from Robert Williams in this series. And Cantor, man, you got to give him respect because at the end of the day, that physicality up front, I'm not seeing it from these guys. You saw a little bit in, in, in Game 3, but... Man, I want someone to get down low and get, and get physical with these guys. You yeah, know, I'm not saying. I well, don't, I, I don't, I don't, like, I, I don't fault Tice because the guy can't breathe on anyone with getting called for foul. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's the one exception because he's yeah. been playing his butt off and he's not getting, you know, he's not getting the calls that he should be getting. But well, I feel like that was another uh, reason for not to go keep going well, on game two. But well, hold on, real quick though, I don't, some of those some of those fouls are getting. I don't know. Tice is just like he's like fuck it at this point. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> game three, that and, aside, the yeah. first two games though, he's he's been pretty clean. Yeah, he's been I mean, pretty clean. Yeah, he's like, I might as well follow him because mm-hmm. he's gonna get fucking called anyway. Exactly. Cantor in the first half, I felt like he did a pretty pretty good job of of containing Adebayo. Adebayo only had four points at halftime, but then for whatever reason, Brad didn't go to him in the second in the second half until like they lost the lead. Yeah, I don't think like, you're really... not gonna you're not gonna throw him in there. They'll be like, oh, yo, stop him now. He scored 15 points or whatever. Stop him now, Cantor. That's not. I don't not think what they really, does. I don't think they really trust Cantor that much. That's why I'm like, yo, you can't throw him in there to stop the bleeding. But like Robert Williams was an absolute game changer in the Toronto series when he played. It's a different matchup, man. Yeah, it's completely different. It's a different I, matchup. Yeah, you got multiple. That's not Marcus All out there, man. Yeah, you got multiple guys in the paint for Miami that can score. Yeah, but can, do you think that's Bam, why? That's why whenever Bam can guard Robert Williams on those alley oops and all that, like that. That you think Bam is going to be? What do you think Bam's looking at his I chops think, for to guard uh, Cantor? No, or I think to, to I try think to contain you would, Williams. You would expose the hell out of him on defense because he's yeah. completely lost that's, in the zone. That's what. Yeah, yeah. No one's talking about him not being it's able like, to do, uh, to perform offensively. No one, no one's worried about that. It's the defense, right. his timing, his. Look, I'm, I'm putting that dude out on an island every time, yeah. whether it's Dragic or whoever. And then on the flip side. Between the screening down low, between you know Bam and everything, he would just be lost, man. Yeah, when you're down, when you're down to nothing, there's no time to be like Robert. Let's see what you can do. No, yeah, it's right. like you have to know. I know he's gonna do something in the in the time I'm gonna if, put him if in. If Spolstra used more of his bench, I would say yeah, use him when when these guys are resting, when the starters are out. But that that starting five, a lot of those guys. Well, are they really don't out have there. a. They haven't played a big all series other than right Bam. And Leonard a little bit, right? No, Leonard hasn't, no, Leonard hasn't played. Hasn't played right? That was Leonard. last series. You're right. Yeah, that was the last series. <laughs> Leonard, I've been Leonard watching these guys, man. And lick of the floor. I just realized, yeah, he hasn't even played. He's, no, he, they, they legit haven't played a big. Uh, but that's what I mean. Like, So you have Robert Williams, who honestly last series, like that was a game changer. But like, if they're not playing bigs, that could be a huge advantage for you. Never mind this whole like what happens if the, like maybe don't. If they're if they're not playing bigs, 
Play your bigs. Yeah. Like no, why? I like, like, I like I like Grant though. All right. I take. Grant I think right Grant's now. been played his ass off. I, I'll put it that way. But I'm just saying, if you're looking for a little bit of a an edge, why not? Like, I'm not the biggest Robert Williams guy, but throw him the fuck in. Get him yeah. those minutes. Like, see if he can go four for four in a ten minute span and take him out. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I think one of the things that worries me heading into game four or game five, these next couple of games that, of course, are so crucial, and the first one being the most important, obviously, but I think with the Miami Heat, right, like, I can't help but look at Dragic's stat line and, and Butler's stat line, and I'm like, what's going to, I mean, because if I'm Spolstra, I'm thinking to myself, this is a golden opportunity. If you grab a 3-1 lead here, this thing is pretty much done. What's going to stop them from, what would stop him from saying, you know what, I want Dragic and, and Jimmy Butler just to carry the load. And I'm not saying like all game long, but let's face it. We've never seen throughout this entire postseason, right? Cause this would be the first time he'd ever, he's, he's ever done this, right? We rarely see that sort of signature Jimmy Butler game, right? Jimmy Butler, I don't think he's taken over 20, 20 attempts in a while or at least 21, 22. Like he doesn't get up that high. He doesn't even inch close to 20 attempts nowadays, which is insane considering you know jimmy butler a guy who has always been that guy and he's found this this role this team with so many guys that can step up like does does that scare you a little bit that that that's going to happen maybe next game because i think it's going to happen at some point but is that going to be the next game could jimmy butler could this be the jimmy butler game that puts miami up 3-1 I don't think so. Right? Because that, that's not what got them here, right? It's not, so, that's not yeah. how they play. But, not, but I don't know. Something about Spolstra, I'm like, you would just throw a curve at the Celtics right now. And if you're going to throw that kind of curve, this would be the time to do it with, all this, with all this rest. In, that plays into the Celtics' hands, though. Like, if they if they In know, that fourth quarter, though? Like, like, like to your question, right? Yeah. Why why you have Jimmy Butler on the bench I that time? I don't get it. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I'm saying like if that last play, yeah, I don't know why. And, and I'm not saying that he did that to, to line him up for this. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, he's been... He's obviously thinking about his approach in, in those final couple of minutes. Like, there's, there's obviously maybe something drastic brewing after he had his main guy on the bench in game two or in game three. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, with, with, with Butler, you know, in a tight game, he's going to get you a bucket, whether it's a three. It's, you know, driving the lane. But see, that's and, a, and one. That's what I'm worried about. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about a tie game. I don't know, 320 left to play. That happened in game Butler, one. Butler, go off. That happened think, in game one. That didn't happen in game one. Game one. He, he had the and one, and he had yeah, another yeah. play. But three it, point it comes in, fourth, it comes in doses. Yeah, 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 the end, the end of the fourth, whole, and then the end of the overtime. And the overtime, yeah, yeah. That was it. He didn't really go off. It comes no, in but doses. I, but that's what I'm saying. I, I don't yeah. think that the, I don't think that they're like It's got a couple here and there. That's what it is. On this team, I don't think there's going to be a... Jimmy Butler forty five point game. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I think this isn't the Bulls. Like, yeah, I think know, we're looking at like, ago. hey, he's there to come up clutch and to you know. Because I don't know, man. After watching Game Three, something something about this series just tells me Miami has at least one more win in them. Just one more, and if that comes in Game Four, that's that's a tough pill to swallow for the Celtics. Big time. I mean, they could this, just force seven win. guys. They I'm could gonna... force seven in Game Six, which yeah. would be ideal. If the Heat have to win another one, but yeah, I mean, I'll I, put it. This I feel way. like this is a must win for the Celtics. Game five. You think they win another game? game? You think the Miami Heat can win another game in the series? Uh, yeah. Or I they will. So. I shouldn't say. I think they. I think they can. I mean, my original prediction was Celtics in in six, but it's not. Celtics kind of fucked that up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celtics kind of fucked. I up. mean, yeah, the Celtics pull off the. Oh, next three you wins. had to split <laughs> one of the. You had to split that, man. You had to. They make it more complicated on themselves. No, no, no. They, they took back home quite a bit. Don't worry, Slay. Guys, yeah. See, this guys, is the thing, man. Let me tell you I this. love the Southers in the series. I still love the Southers in the series. I still like them in the series after game two. Yeah. But 
You're making it more complicated now. You're putting yourself in a situation where there's going to be a game seven and anything can happen in a game seven. Yeah, the Celtics just need to win one at home. <laughs> That's all they need to do. They have not lost an away game. No, this no, home court, no, home court's been awful for the Celtics, actually. Yeah, no, they have not <laughs> lost an away game. the first round. They are undefeated on the road. Mine's the then, first round. And then road they Warriors, huh? They haven't won a home game since game two of the first round of this of the NBA final and the NBA playoffs. <laughs> It's amazing. I'm telling you, when we, uh, you know, they're an elite, elite away team. Oh, man, this would have been the great. Uh, I think I said it before. I'll say it again. This would have been the greatest playoffs for trips for me, man. Uh, being Miami right now, chilling. Philly, the first round. Toronto, second round. Oh, we're talking about NBA cities here. That's, that's as good as it gets. If we're talking Eastern Conference, don't yeah, mention avoid New Milwaukee. York. Oh, I think it's be like, oh, what about New York City? Yeah, I hear Toronto's fun. <laughs> yeah, I hear nothing but good things. I've never, I never been. What about Orlando, bro? A little Disney, you know? That was all right. It's all right. It's all right. They got, they got a nice little uh, downtown area. There's a little, couple bars lined up. All right, yeah. Celtics. It ain't Miami, though. Celtics in game four, then? What's, uh, what's up? What's, what's, what do you, what do you, what do you I think uh, more what more of what we saw uh, in game uh, three, uh, but uh, uh. even a touch of more aggression from Gordon Hayward. He's going to have a better game. He gets these couple of days to work on his conditioning and get back into basketball shape. And if the Celtics continue to move the ball, what was it, like 27 assists last game mm. on like 40 made shots? Like, that's pretty hard for the Celtics to lose that. I mean, game two, they shot 50%. Before that, they were 20 and 0 when they shot 50% or better. Yeah. So like, you'd think you would win, you would win a game like that, but it was a turnovers. That's what, that's what, that's what killed the Celtics. And they took care of the ball this time. Wasn't lazy passes. Get you every time. Yeah. So turnovers, 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 turnovers. I mean, Butler said it too. He said it, it's it's a it's annoying and it gets tiring to keep having to come back in these games. Mm. And so then, if the Celtics just keep jumping out to these leads, that's that's demoralizing for a little for a little while in your head. If I you're the Miami he Heat, saw, I think he saw it in Game Three to a point because you know that whole run that they had in them. Well, the guys that came w- a lot later this time. Yeah, but the, the guys that usually were coming up big for them, like Crowder, like Dragic, they seem agitated they seem you know out of out of sync especially especially crowder yeah well Jalen brown got in crowder's head pretty early that night that was that was great that was great to see i was a little bit pissed i was waiting for the nose poking somebody to poke somebody's I nose was, i was a little bit pissed that brown sort of you know hey man relax like that kind of thing yeah, he was just acting like a pussy, you know. Nah, come he, on, man. He, he was more like he was more like, come on, man. I mean, you, you don't. He was pretty much pulling his car, being like, "Bro, you don't fight. You're a fake tough guy." Yeah. That was perfect. I like yeah. that. Ah, like, just, how many steals did he have on Crowder? Crowder cr- cr- couldn't even get back. Great. It would have been no, he, worse he, if Jalen totally, got mad. I he looked, wanted him to get mad. Wow, though. I didn't want that because uh, then that's gonna make Crowder smile. Jalen smart. Jalen's like, bro, do you know who you're talking to? Like, yo, yeah. I know you. Like, yeah, you do. I've seen you do this. But you know, keep the moment. Like, come on, get a little, get a little bit in his face. Like, bro, I'm your understudy, guys. I don't want. I don't want none of this, dude. Like. I know I I focus on everything you did. Like yeah. you you don't want this smoke. Like nobody, I'm, everyone I'm knows you. you. You you don't want to fight anybody out here. You just pretend. Like it's like uh, Marcus Morris sort of said something like that. But he got he got kind of yeah. He yeah, said a bit much. It. Yeah, he said he had female tendencies. Yes, Ooh. Marcus Morris said that about Jay Crowder. Female tendencies, and then he had to apologize about it. Yeah, his mom was oh, like, yeah. Yeah, "You better apologize." <laughs> <laughs> I love Jay Crowder, bro. I love Jay Crowder. No. Hey, me too. Me too. I'm not gonna lie. When Morris said that, I was like. I could see that. Female tendencies? <laughs> Not female tendencies, oh. <laughs> but I could see where he was coming from. I got you. It's messed up to say that, but you know what I mean? Like I could see him saying, like, oh, yeah, he saw Because the way I translated that was he, he pretends like he wants to fight, but he doesn't want to. Mm, okay. 
So, how are we feeling about uh, game four? I'm liking it. All right. Yeah. We got a win here. Win for me. Sway? You think Miami's going to pull it out? The uh, No, I take think the 3 1 lead? I think Celtics will battle it out, but it's not going to be pretty. Hit the reset button. I don't think it's going to be pretty, man. I think it's going to be really it. ugly. It's going to be a coin flip. 2 2. Tied it up. Any any game best best out of three. Do we feel like that uh Stevens is confident? Yeah, I don't think Stevens is wavered at all. Hmm. When have you ever said that Stevens is wavered at all? I don't think I've ever said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. He definitely was getting out coach, even though they were winning these games in the first two games. But I digress. Water finds its level. You keep playing the right basketball. I think you eliminate the mental mistakes. You're a better team. And they're not a better team that's mentally soft. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. They can play these tough type of games, and they've proven that. So I think, like, yeah, they had a really, really shitty, you know, three quarters in the first two games. Yeah. And they, they paid the price for it. But, you know. Uh, like a good chunk of their losses this season were, like, Three points or less. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't realize that. And even that. in those fucking games, <laughs> yeah. even in those games when they were up, they yeah. still went to overtime yeah. in game one. Yeah. And then, you know, you basically had a shot at the end to tie it in game two. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about the fact that they're getting outplayed here. We're not talking about the fact that the Miami's coming out and been, you know, playing outstanding basketball and making the Celtics look like they're a, a worse team. The Celtics yeah. are playing the Celtics. I really feel like they're losing to themselves. They're turning the ball over, and they're getting lax a days ago when they have a big lead. They don't do those two things. It's it's a wrap. Yeah, they've done it three times, though. Yeah. More than three times. Well, Even in game three, that was an 18-point lead. They didn't come back from the 20th, but the 20-point lead. But I do think that, that 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 happening and the Heat losing, I think, shows the Heat like, oh, shit. That's not good. Like, that worked <laughs> two games. Now it didn't work. You're like, oh. Oh, what do we do now? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interesting to see. All right, we'll see. Let's wrap up this episode the same way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street, where we take our trip around the NBA with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 <laughs> Jason Tatum, guys. He finished 11th in the MVP voting. Okay. So does that mean he's a top 10 player in the NBA? Well... He actually was uh, selected for the All-NBA third team. Mm, saw that. And he was a couple of votes away from getting in the second team. Should have been second team since uh, Siakam. But that was pre-drug Siakam. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. Pre-drug problem. Siakam, Siakam should have been third team at best. Yeah, second <laughs> team. Like I said, yeah. I know. So, I know. I get it. It's a regular season, you know, award or whatever, honors. I get, yeah, it. Same I get way, it. Same reason why Giannis won the fucking MVP. Well. Don't say that to uh, Bron Bron. Bron mm, Bron. Nah, Bron was just mad because uh, his his son was uh, caught smoking weed on, on social media. Smoke <laughs> <Slug is> a raver. <laughs> what do you mean caught? Like what? What was that? Yo, he po- he caught yeah. himself. No, he sent that to somebody. And someone put him on blast, but like he had everything to do with that. No. Uh, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know where the source of the video his, came from. Was his phone hacked? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's recording. Anybody? I don't any know. Reports. But you know, Bron Bron wasn't happy that he didn't get. He didn't get more votes. Not that he lost. So wait, there's no, there's no, there's no story behind that though. No, I don't, I don't know. It's just that's just been flowing around. Yeah, the story that I heard it was actually PCP. Daddy, <laughs> daddy ain't home, so he's he's, uh, he's experimenting. Yeah, 
PCP and you know the person who filmed it was actually uh, Hugh Jackman. Wait, he's is hanging he? with Hugh Jackman? Isn't he a no? He's not a senior. Never mind. I guess he got some time to fuck up. If your dad's LeBron James and you're smoking a blunt with your boys, don't you just say like, "Hey, let's put the phone down for a second. Nobody fucking record this. Shit. <laughs> all right. But, but, but Eric, I don't care about your smoke rings. Okay? <laughs> no, no, but Sway, <laughs> nobody record this shit. No, right? but Sway has a point. What if it was him? And then, like you said, he sent it. He snapped to somebody and was like, "Oh, oh I can." I can I can make some oh, noise yeah. with this. You don't think that's what's going on here? Yeah, I no, think someone definitely I look like a no, selfie to me. Braun yeah, put it on his Instagram live. That's how he got caught. Oh, you put it on his Instagram Not live? Not Instagram live, Instagram story or whatever. And he took it down like right away. But oh, he posted it on his Instagram. Shit. Whatever the thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't fuck with Instagram. You should have led with that. <laughs> that, that, I, know, I, I just, thought you were speculating. Yeah. I didn't know you knew that you're doing the Sean know, I, I was, speculation. I was yeah, speculating you, about You PCP. literally just said it was on Twitter, just floating around for some reason. You, yeah. you didn't. Yeah. Ah, that was the PCP part. Didn't yeah. add any of that Instagram stuff, but you added the fake PCP part. Yeah. To the story. And you also didn't do Fumble. your your you get what your Twitter <laughs> your Twitter uh, speculation um, takes on that one either. Well, in case you missed it, the Seventy uh, Sixers have narrowed their coaching candidates. List to three potential winners here. It's uh, Mike D'Antoni, Billy Donovan, and, and Tony Batie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He gave, that city a, he gave that city a lot of years. Come on. Amir Johnson. No, I'm just kidding. Amir Johnson. <laughs> Ty Roadhill. <laughs> Close. Ty Lue. Oh. Not the other time. Hey. Eric Snow. <laughs> Eric Snow. You guys think a woman's ever going to coach an NBA team? Yeah. Yeah. When? Um, I want to say soon, but when I say soon, I'm, I'm saying within the next decade. Something like that. I, I would have said like the next, within the next five years, but that's just me. I mean, Becky Hammond is the only one I have in mind. That could happen in the next five years. I could see that. Yeah. Like if, if Papa just like, I've had it. Didn't Becky Hammond? <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> huh? I'm sick of all these stupid questions. I'm out. No, she's still with San Antonio. So that's yeah, a sexy ass in the bubble. Oh, there you go. So uh, the uh, Philly, Phil's <laughs> uh, gonna go through a few rounds of interviews. Aren't they married. In case you missed it, Michael Jordan guys starting a NASCAR team. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that was. So funny. Still ain't got enough money. I'm so sorry, funny. I don't know why. It's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's dying too. I don't know. I'm only laughing because Joel's laughing. Yeah, it's making me laugh. It's like Jordan over here. No, bro. That's, that's, how, that's literally how Jordan would laugh. Yeah, I just didn't expect at it. Sean's fucking I expected him to be like, rum, rum, rum. <laughs> like, who does that? <laughs> All right, he's going to start a team with, uh, with, <laughs> with Denny Hamlin and Bubba Wallace. Those are his uh, first two drivers on this squad that no one knows the name of. Is this probably Team Jordan? Is this strictly a PR move or what? What's going on? Imagine if we just make car noises for the entire fucking minute and a half straight. All I commented about you guys have done yourselves. Are you guys children? First, first the you know the poetry last week and Def Jam poetry slam. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, yeah, I think um, I don't know if it's a PR stunt. I think it's more, in, a, in a good way. I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, he's just I mean, Sean asked a few weeks ago, like the donations to combat social injustice, and maybe this is just another way that Jordan's decided to to do that. And in the sport of NASCAR, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? Since you're the NASCAR could be guru a, here on the show, I mean, I 
<laughs> I haven't watched NASCAR in like three years, but I can tell you it sucks right now. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did that whole news thing kind of mess things up? Uh, yeah, probably. And I do think, though, it's about time. Like, I don't think there's been like, you know, uh, the only person of color in the entire NASCAR field, Bubba Wallace, and then you got Doherty, Brad Doherty. Who also was an NBA player. Yeah. He's a commentator now for NASCAR. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I was going to yeah. say. What does that sound like? He's a driver? <laughs> like, I, think fuck. He, I think he fucked around back in the day I'm with like, like either like, owning a team or something. Like He was in there. He's tall as fuck. I fuck he's going to yeah. do one of those things. And then they have a couple like <laughs> Hispanic drivers. But okay. I mean, other than that, though. They're definitely from Texas. All right. Latino stand up. Yeah. They're not very good. Run, run. <laughs> Did you just put a Spanish accent on a car? <laughs> Is that what she's Yo, to do? Yo, you did. Yeah. <laughs> he just did that. That was racist as fuck. <laughs> That's mad racist. What the fuck? <laughs> but our cars sound different than everybody else's, bro. Uh, I was trying to make it sound like you know, it's like bad a low, enough. Like we a got the, the bouncy car. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, like low, but the low rider, like that's Fast the, and Furious type cars. No, that's the low rider, like in. You know, California, like the, like the, the Toyota, like the uh, Trollo freaking uh, stereotype. Jesus, you guys, you guys took it to a whole different level. I think it's there. a good thing to have more people of color invade a, a predominantly white sport that has a lot of money. So yeah, I think it's great. It's a win-win for MJ. Okay, so that's why he's doing. It. All right, all right, I'm cool with it now. I'm like, damn, damn, MJ, you got enough money. And you know what? Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking win NASCAR. Well, Would that be like a? What do you mean? Of course, that's like the second biggest reason why he's doing it. He's, he's like, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win NASCAR. I'm gonna freaking crush this. And everyone's going to be like, oh, look at Jordan doing what Denny, he usually does. Who's the best, who's the best driver right now? Denny Beats Hamlin. everybody. Okay. Denny Hamlin has like, been was he, a... Was he but, Team Jordan? He's been sponsored by Jordan for the last like five, six years. Oh, right. see. So jo- jo- Jordan... This is a logical move. Jordan sniped him already. Drives the FedEx car, everybody. Mm, okay. Yeah. I might watch now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm probably not going to watch. Yeah, I watched. <laughs> I rooted for Bubba for a couple races, and I was like, I can't continue to do this. <laughs> not root for Bubba. Watch I got NASCAR. you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. They just basketball on every <laughs> I day. I can't continue to do this. <laughs> no, Sean. This is uh, where I draw the line. Yeah, I know. Sean, Sean was. He's like, I don't even like this guy. <laughs> this, is how, this is how 2020 has been. <laughs> this is solely because he's black. I'm watching this right now. <laughs> no, because uh, legit, NASCAR was the only live sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. And Sean was like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Guess what's back? Yeah, I haven't nice. heard Sean do this shit. <laughs> you, you got, well, Sean that's, how, that's a, how I read his text. Uh, Sean that's how I read his text. Sean might have been a NASCAR guy, but I've never heard that come out of uh, your mouth. <laughs> that would be funny, though. I read his text <laughs> in his voice. So I just, I just thought, NASCAR's back, guys. Matt Meadows. I love NASCAR for the one, well, it used to love NASCAR for the point that used to be able to just go to the stadium and BYOB. I did not know that until you told me that recently. Y O B. That's insane. No limit on your cooler size. So if you can chug it, you can chug it. That's what I was just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Another classic Sean Dutra quote there. (laughs) He sounded like he used to work at one of these. (laughs) Actually, I never said that before. Right now, I just made it up off the top of my head. Right. Right, Can you imagine being like security? Hey, if you can chug it, you can chug it. (laughs) Come on in, baby. Just come on in. Keep going. Keep going. I'm not even going to pat you down. Just, just come on in. All right. In case you missed it, uh, Gordon Hayward, guys, is going to stay in the bubble. Yeah, he for is. For as long as the playoffs last for the Celtics. Yeah, Robin is pissed. Nah, yo. Him and Robin had to, had to talk. 
Robin was like, now, I heard about this last week. I heard that it was it, yeah. was, it was a really good chance he's going to yeah. stay. Yeah, because it was rumored that so then he was finally asked because he hadn't spoken to the media really since he'd been back, out of you know especially out of quarantine. That yeah, they they came to a decision that it's best for him to stay with the Celtics. And now I keep hearing too that like her due date keeps moving, so I don't I don't know. I'm supposed to be like the end of September now. Well. Like Gordon twenty eighth or whatever. Gordon himself said that she already she passed it. So oh, oh okay. He, he okay. said that could, she she could give birth any any day now. Ah, gotcha. So that's why it didn't in his mind it didn't make sense to you know go back and forth. Yeah, and he's got a quarantine going back. right. Yeah. So he's probably thinking about game four would be out the window. But honestly, I think the Celtics they they had that target day in mind from the beginning. I think and they they kept it on the wraps, which is smart on their part, and and kept um kept Hayward uh, progressing. Yeah. But obviously being down two zero. It was trying to hit the yeah. panic button, but I think either way he was gonna he was gonna come back Wednesday no matter yeah. what. I felt like he could have suited up for game two, but I can I think that South he was the, shooting before game two, right? Yeah, yeah, he was shooting before he was shooting before game seven against Toronto. If the Celtics are able to pull this off, then it'd be great. One one him come back again, but you know whatever happened happened. But yeah, I mean the injury is sort of a little bit more of not a blessing in disguise, but I think it allowed him to be like, hey, I'm gonna go home for two weeks, yeah. like. I'm right. not, I can't play anyway, so yeah. like, if the baby happens, great. But if not, I had two weeks, then I can sort of just be like, hey, you know. I think that was always the plan. I yeah, think it I think was so just, too. They you know, want to say it. Yeah. Well, no, I think before he got hurt, I think the plan was to go, oh, was to be there for the birth, for the birth of his kid, but also to spend that time with his family. Yeah. Like, obviously, he didn't anticipate the injury to happen. Obviously, because of the injury, he heads back home. He spends like what a month with his family. So it's sort of like you're in that sort of area where it's like, okay. I want to be here for the birth of my kid, but at least I got to spend all that extra time with my family, which would have been, we would be talking about over nine weeks he hadn't seen his family right. if, if he never got injured, right? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, but if I take away an, a, a potentially, right, one game, that could be the series. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that was right. a conversation that the team had with Gordon, obviously. Like, and what they if thought, it happens what? on game seven? You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Plus, right. Plus, Robin had put up. Uh, social media post, I think it was on Instagram saying, when daddy comes home, we'll be six people now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why, uh, it took so long for that to actually come out and say, yeah, he's not coming back. He's going right. to stay. And so. finally, the guy's got to protect his pockets, right? Come on, Ducha. You with me on this one, yep. man. You yep. got to showcase yourself. Produce. You can't be coming back in game six or, or a series clinching game. Oh, hey, we're there for the finish. No, no, no. You got to come no. when shit is down, when, the Celtics need a win more than ever. He came and saved the day. So, That's hey, it. whether it's with Boston or whether it's elsewhere, he's looking pretty damn good right now for himself. Yeah, I would. Uh, Just win the series, though. You got to win the series. Got to win the series. Otherwise, it doesn't. None of it matters. Otherwise, you're getting 31 million for the Celtics. To throw. <laughs> yeah, it's even lowballing it. And who, 34 who, million. Who wants that, right? You know, well, he still controls his destiny. But okay, he's gonna pick up that option. No. If he plays, I don't if, want him if to. They win, if they go to the NBA Finals, I think you're going to look at him as getting a fat deal from somebody in the offseason. Been saying it forever. It's got to be 20 plus a per, though. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing people don't realize. Like, like That money looks great for one year, but if you were to sign for it with another team, let's say, I don't know, four years, that's going to trump. You know what I mean? If, <laughs> if you go to the NBA the Finals. 30 plus mil you get in one year. Let's say. Celtics win the NBA Finals. Now, does he have to look for a winning situation, or does he just say, hey, give me the most money I can, right? I already my championship. I think the moves that are going to happen around the NBA is what's going to lead to an opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's going to be a team out there that starts their offseason being like, we need this guy. We need Gordon Hayward. They're going to strike out on trying to get maybe one or two other players and then realize, wait, wait a minute. 
We have the cast piece to, to move for this guy, you know, or oh, he's that one piece we need. I'm already hearing reports about the uh, the Rockets. Rockets, yeah, yeah, Rockets interested. So we'll see. I think when the Clippers blow it up too, you never know. What you mean? What <laughs> you what you mean? Win? What you uh? What you uh, what? What you hopping and popping about over there, bro? Wait, Sin, what? They gotta do something. They gotta do what? Clips. They gotta freaking lick their wounds and oh, run it back. That's actually, what they gotta actually, do. I heard that. They <laughs> That's what they gotta do. They're interested in, in Holiday, the Clippers. How would they pull that off? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yeah, Beverly's gotta go. But Beverly's. Uh... They can make it work contract wise. Yeah. He's in his last. He'll be in his last yeah. year of his deal. Yeah. Let's do trade machine next week. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Before I'm I'm crunching numbers right now in my head. Oh, but, but real quick though, and I don't know if they can pull this off, but remember I mentioned about uh. Milwaukee could still be in Milwaukee with Chris Paul. Now, seems like reports say that onto the Kumpo wants Chris Paul. Well, <laughs> OKC better want Eric Bledsoe. That deal's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Good point. I think it depends on who, what coach they bring in. But anyways, or Lopez or Chris Middleton. Some one of those big contracts. No, all of go. them. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul's making seventy five million dollars next year. <laughs> He's making, he said no. he's making oh. a salary cap. <laughs> he's he's making the fucking salary cap next year. No, because Milton's at what twenty six or twenty seven. He no, has he to be in the signed, trade. He just signed up. He's nobody says 30. the thing. Everyone's talking about this, but everyone's like, wait, no one's looking yeah, at the fact know. that Middleton has to be part of it. Like yeah, yeah. literally, you can't match contracts without yeah. Middleton. Yeah. He's, he's the second yeah. highest play, yeah. second highest paid player. Unless OKC buys him out, <laughs> buys who out? <laughs> the guy who CP three threw up a fit for that freaking big contract. No way they do that. They have so many first-round picks. If he wants to win, realistically, he's got dough. His commercials are on every goddamn day. But so buying, then why did he freaking why get to why did he grab though. Houston by the no, balls that Houston, summer? Yeah, it's Houston because he thought he was going to probably finish his career in Houston. Don't you think? Yeah, but if I'm him, I he's know. thirty-five years I old. I know, exactly. If I'm him, I don't, I'm not accepting $40 because I know that we could use that money fucking elsewhere. It's better Come spent on, elsewhere. Come on, bro. Did they put that contract in front of you? You're gonna be like, you know, we should really spend it on wing players. No, that's what I'm saying. It's Houston's no, fault. Be yeah, that's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. No, yeah. yeah. But 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 if I'm Chris Paul, I'm thinking the Clippers screwed me so many damn times. So no, I'm getting my money this time. But he wasn't thinking in the best interest of this team. Right. He was yeah, thinking yeah. about what happened in L.A. Yeah. It's like, yo, we didn't do that to you, man. Like if I'm Houston, I'm like, yo, get out of here, get out of here with that. They're, they're lucky. They're lucky that they were able to get out of that contract with yeah. that trade. You know, Daryl Morey was just like, what, what do you want? You want forty minutes? I got you. 40 mil. Bam. Exactly. So, this is what it is. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of uh, In Case You Missed It. Follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics playoffs, rumors, news, and opinions. And uh, real quick, uh, RIP to uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG. That's a tough one, Absolutely. That's a tough one. Jeez. 2020. Fuck you. Hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Hashtag justice for Jacob Blake. And hashtag Black Lives Matter. Don't care if you don't like it. I'm going to keep saying it. What? So want to say something again? What's no, going on, no, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> just want to reiterate that. <laughs> Said that very emphatically. Just re- want to reiterate that, you know? Yeah. I hear you. I hear that. If they listen to this podcast, though, do you think they they get to this part? They just stop. <laughs> like, do, do you I think like that? Uh, man, some people, man, some people are crazy. Hey, you know what? Ah, no, I'm not gonna go on this tangent. We'll stop. We'll stop. All right. All right. <laughs> All right.
Stay tuned for the after show. Yeah. All right. At some point, we're going to go on some sort of tangent about no, I, I was, everything that's going on. It's only, you know, five weeks away, six weeks away. It's what's a, up What's up with pickup trucks with the giant tr- flags on them now? Yeah. They've oh, always yeah. been around. Bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More than ever known right now. Bro. Have you right noticed now? that? No, I've noticed it. More I've, than ever. I've noticed it, I want to say, like, shortly after his after the election, after the last election, like, he, like months after and then it went away and then it like came it's, back it's like back. a year ago right yeah. and then but it's like it's not consistent it's like i'll see like a couple of them right and then i won't see them for weeks and then i'll see another one like, yeah no i've noticed it more now as like people are going out more maybe that's it so pretty much since like this going into the summer i've noticed yeah yeah when when the when when the weather was getting nice well not only that but it was like when when the, um the restaurant started opening yes because that's when everyone started getting out people started going to the beach right yeah. because the like ban was already lifted but no one really started going out until like may Right, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. All right. Until next time. Later, guys. Peace.